All right, family, it's your brother Ben X. Welcome back to the Brother Ben X podcast. Um, I am now live with Brother Winford X. Uh, the brother is back in the studio. <clears throat> and what we're going to be talking about today is the coronavirus a little bit. But most importantly, specifically, we're going to be talking about some jobs making you um, stay on these jobs, considering them essential jobs um, when the coronavirus is still going on. So, um, Although these are essential jobs, uh, those lives are still in danger. Those lives are still in jeopardy. And so our brother was able to challenge. Um, I'm not going to mention the name unless he does, but uh, he was he was uh, uh, challenged them this week um, about um, the logic behind it, knowing that Dallas is one of the major cities um, that's affected by the coronavirus. And people are getting it. And uh, we are actually on lockdown. Can't be out at a certain time, curfews, things of this nature. But they offered him, uh, well, they are telling them that they can't get paid leave and basically wanting to pay them two extra dollars to stay on and still have their life in jeopardy. So I want to talk about that. But there's a video that I sent him this morning that I want us to go over as well. Um, and it was of this sister who was similarly, uh, who was also going through the same thing. And she was on this job and they was basically trying to get her to stay. And she didn't have anybody to watch her children. And what she was saying is, hey, man, I got to I got to go back to my children. If I get affected by this, can't, ain't nobody going to be watching my children. So I want to go over this with you guys as well, which is actually uh, probably the first video I want to go into here. Let me see if I can uh, get this going. But, but while I'm bringing this up, brother, Winford, go ahead and introduce yourself for those who don't know who you are. All right. In the name of Allah, the beneficent, the merciful, I bear witness that there is no God but Allah, and Muhammad is his messenger and exalted Christ. And I further bear witness that the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan is the extension of the Son of Man and our divine reminder and, I the, and is the Messiah in our midst. Uh, I want to greet you, brothers and sisters, with the greetings first. Uh, As-salamu alaykum. For those that know me, um, I'm Brother Winfred X, of course. For those that don't know me, uh, me and Brother Ben, you know, we have... Uh, a really, you know, close friendship and relationship, you know, uh, on how, you know, we, we, we believe and our mission is in the same type of path. So, um, you know, I, I thank him for this, this opportunity to be able to come on to this platform and just allow our words and our voice to be heard to the people, uh, because we're not only doing this for ourselves, but we're doing this for, Humanity, you know, we want, you know, truth is not something that you hold for yourself. Truth is something that you share with one another. Even though truth is in you, truth is not for you to contain. Truth, you are a vessel for truth to go through and to continue to go through to touch everyone else so they can feed on truth as well. So that is the mission, you know, and um, I want to come to y'all like the brother said. Uh, I'm in the workforce, of course, uh, and the job that I work for is uh, Pepsi, PepsiCo, here in Dallas, and um, it is it is considered an essential workforce, meaning that we are exempt when the CDCs and authorities, top authorities, come on TV and 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 just let us know, uh, bring us up to date on what's going on with the COVID nineteen, with the coronavirus. Um, this is something, brothers and sisters, that we should take very seriously. This is not something that um, we should just 
let go in one ear and out the other and continue to uh, just do what we want to do. In the scriptures, it says that man cannot lean on his own understanding. So therefore, when we have those in high places that are allowing us to um, get more intel on the COVID-19, on the coronavirus, it's something that we all should take very seriously because uh, new cases are coming up every day. This is a massive outbreak. This is an international pandemic that those in high places are not able to control at this particular time. So, um, yeah, I want to just go ahead and get off into it. Do you want me to get into it, Brother Ben, or what? No, what we're going to do, we're going to watch this video first uh, of this sister who was going through it uh, because it is a similar situation. So we're going to kind of watch this together uh, and see what the sister was going through here. So, so I basically just got to work. Um, I'm not trying to be unprofessional. I'm upset. I just quit my job. I clocked in, found out that I'm being sent to a corona floor when they know that I have kids at home who I can't send away for, you know, to stay away from me. My manager sent me to a floor that is being tested for corona. She knows my health history. She knows all of this. I quit. I care about the patients and all, but my family and my my life, they matter. They come first. Lavika Stewart is evil. She's evil. She knows my health history. I told her my kids don't have anybody to go to while they're here. I can't send my kids away like everybody else. I'm done. I'm leaving. My life matters and my kids matter. Through this the dire warning so uh brother winford you see that man uh what's your thoughts on that man and kind of you know going to your situation man, well that, well man. wait before we get into that i do want to uh show you guys brother neary uh brother neary as uh i was telling brother winford brother winford ain't heard it yet but brother neary man <laughs> Before we get into this this sad, you know, touching topic, man, this brother done came up with an album. It's called The Black Excellence Manifesto. Go to uh, Apple Music. It's on YouTube, all the major platforms, and type in Nuri Muhammad or type in Black Excellence Manifesto. And this brother got an album out with the teachings mixed in with a nice beat, mixed in with a little rap. And the song I want to play right here is called Black Man. Check this out, man. Who is the original man? The original man's Asiatic black man. Maker, owner, cream of the planet Earth. God of the universe. Yeah, black man, black man. Maker, owner, cream of the planet Earth. God of the universe. Yeah. Black man, that's the maker, the owner, the cream of the planet Earth. God of the universe. He said we are the first man. Considered to be up, right? 
So if this is a good description of a man, that means that as a man, brother, we have to be somebody that our women and our children look up to. Yeah, black men, black men make on the cream of the planet Earth. So, man, that's that brother Nuri, man. Y'all go check out brother Nuri, man. That bad boy is bumping. Uh, he got another song called Jesus That I Like and uh, one called The Chosen People, which is jamming as well, man. What you think about that, brother Winford? Man, hey, I say it all the time, you know. <laughs> being in the life or the life-giving teachings of the most honorable Elijah Muhammad, God about a minister Farrakhan, it's not lame at all. You know, it's it's, it's nothing lame about it. Uh you know, we we full of swag. We dripping a lot of swag <laughs> over here, but it's dripping in truth. You know what I mean? So, yes, <laughs> yeah, I like it, man. I, I'm, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to get on top of that. So go ahead, man. Let's let's talk about your situation uh, with Pepsi and, and and what's been going on this week, and you know the recent messages that you uh, been receiving. Yeah, sure. Um, all right, brothers and sisters. Uh, like I said, um, I work at Pepsi. I'm I'm a I'm a truck driver there, and we deliver uh, to. Mom and pop stores, we deliver to, you know, the big stores as well. You know, Walmarts and HEBs and every other big store that you can think of. But the thing about it is, um, this 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 international pandemic with uh, the COVID nineteen, the coronavirus, uh, the top authorities of the CDC have come on TV numerous times and letting us know that this is something that they cannot control. This is something that does not have a cure. So the only cure for this is for your immune system is to fight it off. Now, we don't know who can be qualified and who's not qualified to be able to fight this thing off. You know, so by you being young, don't think because you oh, I'm young and strong that that means that your body is going to, you know, be able to fight off the coronavirus. We have seen already numerous people, uh, 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 famous people, celebrities and everything, athletes uh, come on. And and make this known, you know, to to be serious. Let let let's be serious about what's going on and take this very serious. So the first thing that uh, we should always think about, man, is self-preservation is the first law of nature. I mean, that comes to any human being um, to make sure that you okay. And especially if you have a family, you have young children, you're going to be thinking about them. You know, you're going to think about their safety, their protection, and we understand that. The Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan teaches us that at some point in your life, you will be made afraid to make decisions. It will come a time where you will have to make serious decisions and drastic decisions depending on your very life. And just to go into the sister that we just seen, man, that's that's, you know, my heart goes out to the sister. I know exactly how she feel. Mm. And I, I, I applaud that sister for being strong. I applaud that sister for standing up and you know, putting her, her her health, putting herself first and putting her family first. It takes a lot to do that. You know, that's that's not easy when we have when we know that we have bills, we have shelter, we have uh, 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 mortgages that have to be paid, rent that have to be paid, uh, car notes that have to be paid. You still have to have food coming into your home and you just up and you and you have to make a drastic decision, you know, between your job the way you make your income or your health, your life. What I can say, uh, brothers and sisters, is that, um, you know, put yourself first. You know, put you and your family first. Don't be tricked into thinking that you are a part of an essential workforce. 
and you must continue to put your health and family in jeopardy for companies and corporations who cares nothing about you. It will come a time where we will be made afraid and understand that we have responsibilities to uphold in our personal lives. I understand that. I understand all that. But one thing that we all know, where there is a will, there is a way. And we know that God is sufficient. God is definitely sufficient. So um, I know it's easier said than done a lot of times. But that's what faith is. Faith is being able to believe in a higher power, believing in a God that works for us. And see, we in that time, brothers and sisters, I'm just being honest with you, we in that time to where our faith is being tested. The things that we say that we represent and the things that we say that we believe, God, Allah says in the Quran, do you, do you say that you will believe mm-hmm. and say that you believe without being tested like the believers were tested before you? So we, we, all that comes into play, man. But let, let me get to my story and connect everything again. But, uh, yeah, when we got this news, like everybody else, um, me being in Dallas, Dallas is red flagged. You know, we're red flagged with the coronavirus, meaning that we are a high percentage city of this virus spreading rapidly. You know, every time I would come home from work and I would turn on the news, uh, I'm seeing this. It's new cases in Dallas, you know, and I'm I'm listening to the language of the CDC's uh, top authorities come on TV and talk to the American people. This is not a black or white thing. This is a human thing. This is something that's uh, pertaining to every human being on this earth. You know, so uh, this is a pandemic that's, that, that, that cannot be controlled at this time. So, of course, naturally, I thought about myself. I said, well, you know, how, how am I going to be able to um, continue to go on? You know, what if I catch it? What if, what if something happens to me? You know, who's going who's gonna, to who's gonna look out for me? So, this is what happened. When all this started to gain ground and all this started to build up, you know, our company was telling us, we're giving y'all a $2 raise. Mm. They're giving us a $2 raise. So when I heard that a $2 raise, you're making me think of you're putting a price on me. You're, you're putting a price on me. You're raising me to a $2 raise, and I'm supposed to be okay with that. Right. When we know that there is no cure for this, if I catch this, there is not enough money in the world that you could give me because there is nothing in place or in position to fight it off. So um, I, I felt disrespected. I felt uh, this was a sign. This was, a, this was a, a way to pacify us to continue to work. So they said that we are essential. They used the word essential. Oh, this is a, a central corporation. So when the president and the CDCs come on TV every day, no matter what city you're in, and they tell you, go in the house, limit your movements. You know, we have no cure for this, this virus. This is very serious. Our city is red flag. And they tell you a multi-billion dollar company that you are attached to, oh, this is essential. And it is essential. We have water. And we have oatmeal and those types of things that need to go out to the grocery stores. But yet still, what about my life? How am I supposed to protect my life and my family? You know, 
here, here at Pepsi, they say that our number one priority is safety. So if our number one priority is safety, you would think with, with, with common sense that your safety is your life. If I'm not healthy to be able to do my job correctly, then, I, I mean, that's a, that's a hypocritical stance to me. And it it, it, it it seems like you are trying to belittle my intelligence as a human being. And it's disrespectful and it's, and it's hurtful. And everything that I'm saying right now, uh, I talk to guys that I'm that I'm employed with, you know, some of my some of my coworkers that, you know, they're out in the field and they have to drive and deliver and drop off products and goods as well. They're afraid. Everyone is in a is in a mindset you know, I don't want to lose my job. I don't want to say anything. You know, $2 raise. People are getting happy. Oh, man, we're going to get a $2 raise. But in the back of their subconscious, they are afraid because they do have families. They right. do have young children at their home. So this is what I asked, you know, when, I, when, I, when I, they, I talked to my supervisor and I told him that I wasn't comfortable. And they pointed me in the direction of uh, his supervisor. And when I dialogued with him, I let him know, yo, man, I'm not comfortable with this. And he said, I totally understand. I totally understand. And I said, so, you know, what's going to happen if I get exposed to this Mm -hmm. and I have a family at home? I automatically have to be separated from my family. So I have to be quarantined, and that's going to separate me from my family. So the thing about it is, is he told me. He said, well, we have something in place. If a person is employed here, get exposed to the COVID-19 or the coronavirus, then we will compensate that person 100%. And I said, well, what's wrong with having preventive measures? What's wrong with thinking with a preventive mindset? Let's prevent this. You know, let's let's be smart about it and let's prevent it. But by us working in a multi-billion dollar company and understanding that America is a capitalist country and America is about the American dollar, it's all about the dollar. We don't have to go into the histories of what we've been through to understand the status that we hold as a whole people here in America. So I just feel, you know, I just felt disrespected, man. And that's not easy, you know, just just walking off, man. Um, I walked off. I didn't quit. You know, I didn't quit, but I went up. I, I did everything proper. I went up the chain of command, you know, dialoguing with the people that I needed to talk to. And every time I had a conversation with someone, it was a stalemate. You know, we was just going back and forth. They was telling me this is a, hey, this company is, is we just can't um, compensate no one and tell everybody to just go home and, and, and get paid 100%. And that's my stance. Like, why can't we be able to put our health first, put ourselves first, and listen to the top CDC authorities in this nation? Right. They're telling us we have no cure. So um, the top, the top, the top, one of the top representatives uh, in my department, you know, she told me, she said, well, that doesn't just make sense for us to just um, send everyone home and pay everyone 100 percent. And I said, it it makes it makes all the sense in the world because we're putting our health first. Now, I asked her, I said, now, what's going to happen if I get exposed? She said, well, we'll have to shut the whole department down. And everyone would be forced to go home and everyone would be paid and compensated 100 percent. 
Well, that's hypocritical. That's a hypocritical stance to me because when I signed up for employment, there was nowhere in the policy that said what we're dealing with right now, there is nothing to take an oath to continue on to say because we're essential, you have to continue to jeopardize your life and your health to get our goods to these top places. No, that's, 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 no. What we're seeing right now, this is a National Guard thing. This is when the National Guards are supposed to come in. We're looking at the news right now in Dallas. They're already talking about deploying National Guards here with this pandemic that's going on. And that's what needs to take place at these multi-billion dollar companies that need to get things to different places. Well, you need to call the National Guard in and allow them to do that because when you sign up in those types of positions, then you already know what's at stake. You already know going into those places, you're signing up for that. But when you're talking about a person who's just employed and providing for himself and providing for his family, I mean, none of us have ever seen this before. None of us have ever seen this pandemic break down in America like this before. So, yes, we are at times where signs and symbols are for the conscious mind, and we must take heed to what's going on. But everybody is not going to have the same perception. Everybody's not going to have the same mindset because some people think it, well, you know, I'm not going to get it. See, we have that type of mindset all the time about whatever it is. It'll never happen to me. It'll never happen to me. And as y'all know, the people that know me, I have a son who's paralyzed from neck down, who's who's still in the hospital. They have shut all the hospitals down where I don't have access at being able to go to the hospital. If I did want to go see him and choose to go up there, now I'm not able to do so because he's a high risk of, 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 of being exposed to someone on the outside. So all the hospitals are shut down. But the thing about it is, is, you know, um, like I said, the other day, Friday, man, I got in my truck and I just, I came into the Valley of decision with myself and I heard the voice in my head just say, Hey, you got to do what's right for you. Walk away. And that's what I did. You know, I, 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 I didn't just walk away. I, I went to, I went by the proper protocol. I went up to the chain of command, let them know that, Hey, I'm choosing to put my life first. I'm choosing to put my health first, you know, and um, they gave me a number to call. You know, they gave me a number to call and it's like it's like a Pepsi company dealing with claims. What's your claim for not going to work? And that's what they asked me. They asked me, what is your claim for not being able to continue to work? And I said, well, my claim is we 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 have a. International pandemic, a massive outbreak of the coronavirus that is taking people's lives that we have no cure for. That's my claim. My claim is to put my health first. My claim is to be safe first and make sure that my family is safe first. That's my claim. Well, my claim was denied. Uh, I just got that information today, this morning, that my claim was denied uh, saying that my claim is not sufficient. Mm. So um, right now, this is why I wanted to go live. I wanted to bring awareness. And I want brothers and sisters, no matter what city you're in, if you, if you have a job 
and a position that's saying that you are essential and you must continue to work. I know psychologically that's hard because now you're, you're forcing yourself to continue to work. You're afraid. You, you fear the unknown. You're scared. You're, you're worrying about your family that's at home, all these mouths that you have to feed in your home. You happen to feed yourself. And, you know, we don't know. You know, uh, we don't know these symptoms come up. And once and if you get it, there is no cure to 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 bring you back to a speedy recovery. So we have to make that decision, brothers and sisters. And I'm going to continue to uh, keep you all updated uh, with what, what's going on with myself and wherever you are and what city you in. Hey, l- listen here, man. Put your families first. Put your health first. You know, I understand that we have to work and we have to continue to provide for our families and stuff and stuff like that. But I just want y'all to I just want y'all to, you know, really consider. You know, um, the language that's being said here um, in the CDCs and authorities, they're letting us know um, we all we all are familiar with the saying warning comes before destruction. Mm-hmm. We know this warning comes before destruction. Brothers and sisters, we are in the warning stage right now. God is merciful enough to keep us in a stage of warning before the destruction here. We see what he's doing. This is taking people's lives. People are leaving the earth for this virus that is not able to have a cure and that cannot be controlled. So, um, yeah, that's where I'm at with it, man. You know, so right now I'm still in in, in the process of continuously um, you know, fighting Pepsi on this and, and, you know, and I'm, and I'm going to continue by Allah's grace and Allah's will to continue to voice my truth. And I won't fall on that and I won't deviate from that. So that's, that's where I'm at, man. Peace family. Thank you for checking out the brother Ben X podcast. Many people are wondering what can I do now since digital real estate closed on October the 1st? I still want to learn how to make money on social media. I still want to learn how to market and I still want to learn how to build my brand. Well, there's one more way that you can do it. It's a couple ways, but I want to tell you all about the ABS tribe. The ABS tribe is weekly coaching every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday for only $50 a month. If you are looking for accountability, if you're looking for a group of people that's willing to inspire you, help you out, support you, encourage you, you want to get inside of our ABS tribe because every Tuesday and Thursday, me and Brother Jake or one of our more top million dollar friends or six-figure friends are on teaching you every single week. If you want to join the ABS tribe, go to www.whatisabstribe.com, www.whatisabstribe.com. Yes, I want to read a couple comments for the listening audience. Boss Lady GP78 says, if we catch COVID-19, we get 100% of pay for 14 days, then have to go, I mean, then have to get your short-term disability to receive only 65% of your pay when this virus is not our fault. Then she goes on to say, at the Gatorade plant in Dallas just today, someone got sick, so the plant will be shut down at 7 p.m. Central Time today until tomorrow morning then we got our brother uh josh mason who said uh what did he where is that coming he said that's a fact whatever you were saying he says i work at a hospital and we're and we have literally closed the doors emergency procedures only so what the brother is talking about um is very serious make sure that we're doing all that we can to prepare our homes 
with, with, with food, unperishable foods, especially navy beans. Um, some of the research that I've been seeing, Brother Reza posted, where in Italy or China, one of them I think is China, where they're giving the people doses of um, vitamin C. Mm. So vitamin C is one of the things that's helping people recover. I know a brother, uh, Marcus Smart, I talked to him the other day. Mm. Um, he does, he did test positive, but he doesn't see any symptoms. So some people are doing bad. Of course, it's a respiratory thing. So if you got a weak immune system or, you know, you up in age, it's mostly uh, happening to people up in age, but it does not mean that if you're young, you can't get it. It does not mean because you black and you got melanin that you can't get it because if it's about the immune system as we're promoting, some of us ain't got no good immune system. Some of us we was eating bacon this morning. Hmm. Some of us were eating a ham sandwich last night. So keep that in mind, family, to really take this thing serious. Um, prepare your bodies. Uh, essential oils, eating your, uh, drinking your teas, uh, drinking your and eating your soups and things of this nature so that you keep your body prepared to fight this thing off because we're made by a creator who is wise and he knows the, the mindset of a devil. Absolutely. And he prepared our bodies to fight these certain things, but we have to keep the body right so that the body can fight. I think that's a tweet. I need to tweet that. Keep the body right so that our body can fight. But I want to read this from or uh, listen to this from the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. And the caption of this says, just as the white man is on his job, we should be on ours. So I want to I want to read this and, and hear what the minister is saying in this particular clip here. See if I can turn it up. Let me go back. Here we go. It ain't wrong. The white man is on his job. That's the devil I'm talking about. He's trying you. Are you here to deliver me to the enemy? I don't know. I see my sister writing. She was taking plenty of notes. Usually we don't let nobody in the mosque in the older days with no pencil and paper. And you take that in your head. But you can get the tape. You don't have to rely on your penmanship. This is not casting any aspersions, my dear sister. But who will you deliver your notes to? Who wants to know what I'm saying? Well, it's only right. So that's a little clip. But the moral of their story is the devil's going to try us. And as I think about this situation, it, it brings me to uh, the Quran where it talked about... Uh, where it talked about that Satan would try to deceive them. And it said, respite me until the day that they are raised. And then it talked about making evil fair seeming. And when we try to blame Satan, this is what Satan going to say. All I did, I had no authority over them. All I did was call. Come on, bro. Come on now. All I did was make the call. All I did was shot the text and they came. And so when you're getting that divine warning from God, whether if it's from the man of God or the self-accusing spirit, higher intelligence within yourself, mm. now you're being tested. Hey, I, hey, $2, come on in for $2. See, all he's doing is calling. Look at the bait car that they do in the hood. I'm going to go and drop in a poverty uh, a poverty stricken environment. Right, right. I'm going to have a, a, a truck full of J's, a truck full of Nikes. They call it the bait car. You know these brothers and sisters want these Nikes. Right. But when they go and take them, I got them. 
here's their response. All I did was leave the truck open. All they did, all I did was call and they came. So this is the mindset of Satan from the Quran in real life. Mm. So when we're dead or when we on our deathbed or when we somewhere quarantined because we at the hospital, real sick, barely can breathe. Hey, man, God bless you. That's what you're going to get. God bless you. All I did was make the call and you, you know, the choice was on you. Right. right. So we are in the valley of decision as brother Winford talked about. But this is why the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan stays on us, man, about doing for self. He stays on us about doing for self and and, and the still away method. Because when I say do for self, I'm not saying, well, brother, I ain't got no job. You talking down to me. That's not what I'm saying because the minister teaches us a still away method. If you right, on a job, right. the minister said, I'll work for that white man. If it's honest living, I'll work for them. But don't let that be the end game. Don't let that be the only thing that we depend on is one particular job or one particular stream. Because if they pull that mat from, from up under us, we're going to be like, we're going to be, we, we ain't going to know what to do. So we have to strive to apply those teachings. It makes me think about the vaccine situation. Because now there's some schools that saying, hey, your children can't come into my school unless it's vaccine. Right. That's true. Yeah. Well, if we did, if we look at and examine what we're supposed to be doing, building our own schools and homeschooling and we reading where he pulled the believers' children out of school, we will avoid that type of situation. Look at the situation that we in with the food, Flo- fluoride in the water, pesticides, GMO. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad told us we should have been growing our own food already. Getting land. Independent nations need land. Independent people need land. So all of the things that we're going through, the plagues, you know, yeah, we got an enemy, but there's also an enemy on the inside that's telling me just wait till next month to get it. The Navy beans finna go on sale. We finna get to we, we get to a point to where we can order the navy beans, the fifty pound bags. But there may be a a voice in the mind saying, mm, "Wait till two months. It ain't that bad. Wait till two right, months. Right, right, right. Then we gonna wait till it's too late. Trucks can't come into the city. They didn't cut the they didn't cut the roads off. They didn't shut the trucks down. Now the navy beans can't come in. Now we don't know what to do. So take this situation as a lesson. Whenever I'm you know doing news, whether if it's news from my brother or news from anybody, I want us always to look at it and then say, well, how can this apply to me? Because if somebody looking at this saying, well, brother, I'm not going through his situation. This ain't got nothing to do with me. Yes, it do. You got to look at the principle of these things and see how we can learn from it so we can be more proactive. And we can't go in it with a defeated mindset. My brother says, shoot, I still, if, if, I, if I leave, if I get fired from Pepsi, I still got the license. I can still go get some work. Absolutely. So you got to have a mindset of how am I going to overcome it? I just made a, a tweet. I said, don't say we got to change the word I can't to how can I? Mm. Because when you say I can't, you shut the mind down. When you say how can I, you wake the mind up. And when you wake the mind up, you start to figure out so many different ideas to where you can still sustain yourself. Because the minister said, look at the bees, look at the birds. They're not begging for no job. They're not begging for food. They go out there and get it. We who are the glory of God, we begging, don't know what to do. The minister said, uh, what, what is the cry? Jobs and justice. Mm, that's what he, he said, said, oh, man, it's exactly. 2010. What's the cry? Jobs and justice. He said, well, wait a minute. 
How long are we going to sit around begging white people to do for us what we have the power to do for ourselves? Yes, so man. in message to the black man, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said, hey, get with six to eight like-minded individuals. See? Get, to, get with six to eight like-minded individuals in that book right there. Come together and do something for yourself. So that we're not totally dependent. And let me pull up this video right here from... Uh, from the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan that I posted about uh, the mystery God, mystery God Farrakhan on my on my particular page, man, because the minister, he laid it out for us because we got to think about this. Like even when it comes to the job situation, the minister says, shoot, the white man ain't got enough jobs for his own. Mm. Shoot, he ain't got enough job. So if he's willing to let them go, of course, he'll dump you. <laughs> of course, he'll right. dump you. So listen to this audio right here, family from the minister. And you sitting around waiting on a mystery God to pop down from the sky and make life better for you. Some of you Muslims are the same way. Got the teaching of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad and won't get up and go to work and make a better life for yourself. You still working nine to five for your open enemy somebody else you can only make progress if you're willing to work for yourself any of you muslims who call yourself followers of the honorable elijah muhammad they're still working for the caucasian and still planning to stay there with him you don't follow the honorable elijah muhammad if you follow the honorable elijah muhammad you know that the white man is gonna dump black people and he already has there it is, family. Mm. I want to point out something that's important. He didn't say, you know, you're not a follower of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad if you're working for the white man. He says if you're, work, if you're working for the white man and you're planning to stay there. So at this particular time when Big we've difference. been quarantined, Big difference. this is the time for us to figure out financial literacy. Right, absolutely. This is the time for us to learn about getting a product. Getting a service. And, Brother Winford, the show I want you to do, uh, we was going to do early, uh, 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 later. I want us to tie that together. Okay. So what I want to do is in this next segment is talk about what we should be doing during the quarantine section because this is almost like being in prison. Some people feel like, man, I'm in prison. I can't leave. People take, man, I'm bored. I don't know what to do. And being that you was in prison for 15 years, I want you to talk about that feeling of being in prison and, and, and how that also helped you because they gave you time to study yes, and sir. develop yourself. Absolutely. So at this time period, this ain't the time to talk about I'm bored. Right. This is not the time to talk about what's the play. Right. The play is do for self. Right. The play is study. The play is get multiple streams of income so I can stand up and tell a man to hell with what you're talking about. Right. So that I leave and I'm still able to sustain myself when I leave. But see, when you when 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 we totally dependent, we're a little hesitant. We we don't we don't want to stand up. But being that brother Winfrey say, man, I got this license and I got a mindset with supreme wisdom to go out there and get it by any means. He say, man, there's plenty of people that's out there scared. They don't want to speak up, but because he had the teachings and he had the testicular fortitude, he was willing to say, hey, man, this is this is my case and this is what I'm presenting. Praise and this is and this is actual facts of what I'm saying. And this is proof of what I'm saying. You see, we red flagged in the city. 
I'm not finna be no, no, no. My life is more important than two dollars. Absolutely, that's right. My life is more important than than twenty dollars an hour, or nineteen dollars an hour. Because I'm gonna say I don't give a damn if we getting forty, fifty dollars an hour. If I'm in the, if I'm on the, uh, in, in in the hospital, and I get this virus, and I and I can't recover, or they don't have enough rooms, since we were in a major city, what if they ain't got enough rooms to treat me? I've heard that. Uh, Will Smith brought that point out. He said, "Man, listen." We, what if it's to a point to where a, a whole bunch of people is going and they got the virus, but we don't have enough rooms at the hospital? They're going to have to turn people away. They don't have no choice but to turn somebody away. And let, let, me, let me say this real quick, brother, uh, why this is on my, my mental. Um, even, even, at, even at the workplace, you know, we're, at, we're, we're having a hard time getting face masks. Wow. People are asking, hey, man, can we get provided face masks? We're talking about a multi-billion dollar company mm. that won't even give the workers face masks. Only thing they do is they spray your truck down and they, they, they sanitize your truck. When you bring the truck back in the inside, they spray the inside of the truck down and you go on about your way. But, I mean, we have to think about this. Mm. When, again, we're listening to the CDC. Even the president of the United States of America dealing with this coronavirus, this, this, this outbreak, this international pandemic. God said that he is not the author of confusion. Right. But when we listen to those that are in authority, they are in a state of confusion, brothers and sisters. If you listen to the language of those that are running the country, they're in a state of confusion. They don't know how long it's going to be. Some saying 14 days, some saying a month, some saying maybe uh, uh, three months, some saying, man, it could be next year. See? Wow. We are in a state of confusion. So if God say in the scriptures that he is not the author of confusion, then who are we listening to? Mm. What direction are we going in as a whole? And I'm not talking about just black people. I'm talking about. Human beings, every human being that consists of the American people. We're, 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 all we want to, we're not looking for real solutions. We're not looking for real solutions on why this is happening. We're not looking for that. Those in high places, they're worried about that dollar. They're looking for the profit. They're looking for the, for the, to continue to capitalize. How can I continue to make a dollar? See? We got to understand the language. And the only way that you are able to understand the language when it's pertaining to life and death is you have to study. Like Brother Ben X said, we have to find ourselves studying. If we're not studying, we're going to miss the language. We're not going to be able to understand the language, brothers and sisters. We're not going to be able to understand the language. And the more you study, the more you're able to remove fear from your life. Because when you study, you're feeding on the word of God that is building you in your inside. So when these things come amongst you, it's not to say that you won't be made afraid. Right. But you start thinking about all the things that God has been revealing you through studying. He's bringing things to fruition in your in, in your life. You're starting to see these things because you're being studious now. And we have an example that's in front of us. No matter if you in the nation of not, 
the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, when he warns us, he's not just talking to registered members in the Nation of Islam. He's talking to all of 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 humanity. He's mm-hmm. talking to the common black man and woman of America. He's talking to the white man of America. He's talking to everyone because he represents truth. Truth is not racist. Truth doesn't have a color. Truth is truth. Truth is freedom, justice, and equality for every human being. So you're going to be made afraid, brothers and sisters, but we, we just have to study more. We have to, we have to find ourselves studying and taking this, this time that we have more seriously. And to give you guys an example of that, man, I used to be afraid to take tests in college. And one time I had this test. Uh-oh. One time I had this test and the teacher, I don't know if she did it on purpose, but the teacher left the answer key on the desk. And one of my classmates got that bad boy and put it in his backpack or took a picture of it or something. Do y'all think we was afraid to take that test? Not at all. 100% confidence. We, you know, we had to get some wrong so they won't know we cheated. But we didn't have no fear at all. So when we are putting into our minds knowledge, wisdom, and understanding, as my brother Winford said, the first video we ever did at the park, he said, brother, these teachings, when you're coming into these teachings, that don't mean you're not going to go through anything. Mm. That don't mean you're not going to go through problems. But the teachings, if applied and understood, will give us the proper understanding and, and, and wisdom and knowledge to overcome whatever problem coming I miss. Right. right. So as FOI, we're taught to meet and overcome all obstacles. Pepsi ain't the only company. Mm. The company you at, if you listen to this, that's not the only company. That's right. And if every last one of them let you go, you are the asset that you have. All we have to do is focus on being valuable. As long as we valuable and we got a mindset and a service mindset to provide a need, we can always get some money. It may take us a little time, but maybe we got some money stored up to where we can invest. Maybe we got some money stored up where we can get a mentor who's been here who can expedite that process to get us where we need to go if we don't know yet. So consider these things, family, man, and, 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 and don't put your life and your children's life at stake when you know for a fact that it's going to be put at stake for a couple of dollars because those couple of dollars is not going to be worth it at all. And I think this ties in perfectly with what I want to talk about with the inmates or being in prison and being quarantined because his brothers right now, mm. you're going to rob somebody for a couple hundred dollars and you're going to prison for five, ten years 30 years mm. and what you're going to find out is when you get in that bad boy i haven't been by the grace of a lot but i got brothers here go one right here i got my best friend doing life right now he wrote me and said man i would trade my soul to trade places with you not that he wanted me in there with him but what he's saying is man i would do anything to get up out this bad boy this ain't a place for nobody it's not a place for nobody man so make sure that you're not making a temporary decision that's going to bring about a permanent, unfortunate consequence. Man, I'm going to say that again. Make sure that you don't make a temporary decision for a temporary or quick pleasure that's going to give you a permanent, unfortunate consequence. So there's many ways to skin a cat. Maybe we haven't been taught. Maybe we haven't studied. But what I will say is during this quarantine, we should not be saying I am bored. We should not be saying there is nothing I have to do. This is the time to study. 
This is the time to expand. This is the time to, to, to read, seek mentorship, listen to podcasts, watch something so that you can learn, so that you can prepare yourself. Because, see, the coronavirus is not the only pandemic that's coming to America. That's right. Yes, sir. This coronavirus is not the only thing that's going to cause us to have to prepare our homes, wow. prepare our minds, prepare our families. Just this, this might be the sample. Mm. Because it's already, see, it's already written that the mystery Babylon is going to fall. It's already written that the dollar's going to fall. We already know the military's going to fall eventually. This world is coming down, man. The Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan said, Allah got this thing preserved for God. Absolutely. So ain't no country bombing us. You ain't got to worry about no country bombing us. Allah going to take care of this for for the injustice that they've done on us and continuing to do on us. So our job is to separate, come out of her, my people. Matter of fact, let me let me give y'all this right here, this quarantine video, mm. this quarantine video. Good teaching, brother. And for Good the one teaching. who said, brother Ben, you trying to say the minister was talking about the virus? No, I'm not. I'm not saying that he was talking about this particular virus. But what I'm pointing out is a principle in the mindset. There, it is time for us to separate and do something for ourselves. So during this quarantine time, we should get close to God. Because when this world is, is, is being chastised by America, we got to make sure we're not in the way. Absolutely. We got to get our butt out the way. Come out of her, my people. And the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan taught us, man, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said this. It's better to teach prayer, I mean, the separation than to teach prayer. So many people ask me, Brother Ben asks, man, how do I know that you're going live? How do I know when you're producing a podcast? And I saw you also just made $130,000 in two days. Well, there's a way that you guys can get informed from us via text message. All you have to do is text 50K to 210-504-4094, and we'll give you more information with free game, and we'll let you guys know how we made $130,000 in two days. Text the word 50K. To 210-504-4094 will give you updates, notifications, and let you guys know how we made 130000 in two days. Peace. Because if you're praying in the house with the enemy, hell, what, what good is that? The minister said a damn devil can pray five times a day. Mm. So we got to move and execute, friends. So listen to this video of the minister talk about being quarantined. And again, context no, he's not talking about this particular situation, but I want you to listen to the mindset. Those of y'all who talking about I'm off, but I'm bored. This is what we need to be focusing on, separating. And it's not just going over to Africa. Hell, the white man in Africa. Absolutely. They everywhere, man. This is a universal snooper. That's right. Make but we got to separate mentally and then start to do something for ourselves and start to follow our own system and way of life. That's the separation that we need. So check this out. We need to be separated from this enemy so that the disease of having been a slave can be healed. Mm. Yeah. We need to be quarantined for a while Mm. to let God work on us. As long as you're with the enemy, you're going to continue to be the type of human being that he made you. Because he made you into himself. Come out of her, my people, the scripture says. And even Dr. King in the last year of his life said, I, I can see why separation 
is necessary for a uh, a time. Come up with the measles, the mumps. You can't just walk around. Mm. You put a sign on your door in the old days. You're quarantined for, so your your health can be restored. Right, right. Elijah Muhammad said it's better to teach separation than to teach prayer. There's nothing more powerful than prayer, but praying in the house of the enemy and living the life of the enemy, you still victimize mm, mm, mm. as a praying slave, wow. a praying freak. Mm. So we can continue to pray. Because prayer is the greatest force to restrain us from the doing of evil. But as long as you stay in the cesspool that made you sick, mm. all your prayers will never make you righteous. Mm. Stay in the cesspool that made you we sick. We got to leave him yeah. and go into a land of our own where we can be healed and cleansed and made whole again that God may use us for his glory. You know, excuse me, uh, my dear sister Monet. Yes. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm full. And the passion that I have is a part of my being at this time. Mm. Because we're getting closer and closer to a time and there's no turning back. Mm. America is under divine judgment and so are we. So we can't play around with the truth. We can't use sweet words when it demands straight talk. And who will speak today? A cowardly Muslim that says I represent the prophet? You're a liar. If you represented the prophet, you would be sending out a warning to a government as low down as the government in which you find refuge for yourself. Cowardly Christians go along to get along. Pastors that are weak, our children in the street dying and you in the church with the saved, you in the mosque with the so-called saved when the problem is in the streets. Yes, sir. That's where Jesus was. Mm. That's where Muhammad was. He wasn't in the mosque praying all the time. The man was out there teaching mm -hmm. people. That's right. Transforming their lives. That's the work of Jesus. Not being in a safe place. We got a lot of work to do, my sister. Woo, man, what's your thoughts on that, boy? Well, man, every time I see that, I get chills, man, because, I mean, here it is. We have a man that's not afraid. He's a perfect example. Um, and that's where I get the courage from. That's where I get my courage from, to do what I'm doing right now, being able to, um, 
know the truth and stand on that truth. Yes, it's it's sometimes it's not easy. It's not easy, but um, you can lay down at night and feel pretty good because truth is what's allowing you to lay down. Truth is what's allowing you to wake up. You know, so um, I feel everything. You know, the minister, of course, he's he's powerful, man. But I, I just want to say this real quick, man. You know, to tie this stuff in. Um, while we're on this downtime, I don't even call it downtime. I don't want to, I don't want to say that. I don't want to use that word downtime. Um, you know, it's crazy because yesterday I ran into a guy that's, uh, he works at one of the federal prisons that I was at, uh, here in Dallas. And, uh, I, I, I was, I was going to go pick up some supplies for my home. And I, I seen him and, uh, you know, we kind of talked for about five minutes. You know, we conversed for about five minutes and, uh, he had on his, he had on his penitentiary, his, his prison uniform. Uh, he's a Lieutenant. And, uh, you know, I asked him, I said, what's the state of the condition, you know, of the brothers that are in the prisons? I said, what, what, what type of, uh, quarantine do they have in place for the brothers in prison? You know what he told me? He said, man, really nothing. Wow. He said the only thing that they're doing is they're going around and they're testing them. I guess they you know, testing their fevers or whatever, testing their temperatures and see what range they're in. But even if you have a 98.6, you can still have, you know, um, parts of it. You can you can still be be um, have some type of symptoms of the coronavirus, even with a 98.6. And that's, that's normal temperature for the human being. But, you know, um, for brothers that are getting out of prison, we know that the, that the percentage of going back is an 87 recidivism rate of returning to prison. I know homies that got out when I got out, they already back. They've been back two or three times, you know, um, going back to prison. Let me tell you something about going back inside, going back to prison. That's the worst place you could be right now mm. is being in a prison because, you know, uh, I heard a person say, man, the, the safest place to, right now is to be in prison because we know they can't get it. Yeah, they can. You got guards that go home every day. Mm, good point. You got the warden, the captain, the lieutenant, they go home every single day. They got to switch shifts. So when these people are switching shifts, they're, they're checking. Now, he did tell me they're checking the people that are employed at the prison. They're checking them when they come in. But here it is. We are in Dallas, red flag. It's not like they got a handle on this situation. We're continuously seeing more cases are doubling in the city of Dallas right here. And you're sitting telling me that I'm essential and I have to continue to work and expose myself with no cure. That's hypocritical. Wow. It's hypocritical, man. You know, um, for all those that are listening right now, if you in that position and you in that state, in that condition right now, trying to make that decision, I can't tell you what to do, but know that there is a living God. You have to know that there is a living God. And if your, if your heart is true 
and you're moving out and you know the decision that you make is true with the living God that's inside of you, you're going to be taken care of. That's not my promise. That's a promise from God himself. That's what the scriptures say. And if you don't believe in the scriptures, you your own book. It's people around you that you didn't see God do miracles for. Mm. So if you don't believe in the scriptures to read some, read somebody else's life. And you can see the manifestation of how God, how real God is in something that he did for them. But if you think back in your own life, you since you've been here, you can see that God has manifested something in your life where he rewarded you and got you out of something. He ain't took no, it didn't take no book to understand that. You went through it and you experienced it. And that experience is still in your head to where you understand that God is real. So with that being said, man, you know, hey, be careful, brothers and sisters. Be careful. Take heed to what's going on and start back. You know, if you're not studying, start studying the word of God. I don't care if it's a Quran or the Bible. And if you have time, you're hearing the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. You're hearing what this divine revelation. You hear this extraordinary man amongst us. You hear God's servant giving us warning before destruction. We hear what he's saying. His, his message is not just for you and I. It's for any human being that want to have some common sense and be able to keep himself or herself out of harm's way. So with that being said, Brother Ben, you know. Praise be to Allah, man. Hold them books up, man. This is some books I want you to get during this time. The fall of America that's going to tell you pretty much what you see going on right now and what you will see going on in the future. That's the mystery of Babylon falling as that you see in the scripture. He breaks down the fall, how it's going to happen. Message to the black man going to give you knowledge itself, knowledge of God, knowledge of the devil so that you can have that confidence that Brother Winford is talking about. And financially, I want you guys to go out and get rich dad, poor dad. Um, I want you guys to sign up to our ABS Institute, of course. Uh, just text ABS class to 555-888. That's ABS class, all one word, ABS class to 555-888. Uh, you're going to get an automated uh, uh, website that's going to be sent back to you. Once you subscribe to that website, we got several courses. I'll show you guys how to make money online, how to make money with no money. My digital real estate course, Brother Jake, teaches you how to own your own bank, how to become the lender, how to take your purpose and turn it into profit. And we're actually about to come out with night school as well. It's only going to be $20 a month. Night school where we teach you guys strategies and we teach you guys through business coaching every night, uh, once a week or something like that, whatever we come up with, so that you guys can get multiple streams of income uh, because it's, it's paramount during this time to do for self um, even if you say, hey, man, I got a good job, that's fine. Your job may not lay you off. Your job probably got you on paid leave. But what if something does happen to where that job does have to put you on and they can't do paid leave? Mm. You got to be prepared for those times. And it's best for you to have multiple streams of income anyway. Even if you got a six-figure job, why not have multi multiple streams of income? Why not have assets? Assets is something that brings in money. Why not make your money work for you so it's not you going out working your money working for you and actually it's your asset that's paying the bill, not my earned income. That should be our goal so that we're, we're, we're safe. 
Uh, mentally, we're safe. Mentally, we have no stress. Um, because the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan said lack of duty causes stress. Mm. So when you can't pay the bill, when you can't get food, when you can't do that, that's going to cause stress. And when you're in stress, you may not want to study. You may not. You may be in panic to where, you know, uh, you can't go out and sit down and really take a course because you panicking. You got so many things on your mind. So start now while you quarantine. Start now if you're on that paid leave, man, and prepare yourself for anything that happens um, in the future. So with that being said, uh, I thank you guys for listening. Uh, where can they follow you, Brother Winford, online so they can stay updated with your story, support you? Uh, we want to get Brother Winford a book out. Uh, you know he did 15 years in prison. Uh, we're going to try to get the brother into entrepreneurship to where he can tell his story because he got a unique story that's going to reach the youth. Uh, that's not only going to reach the youth, but reach brothers in the streets and then connect them with the reality of God. So, in, inshallah, in the future, our brother will be coming out with his own ebook and book. But where can they follow you? Yes, you can follow me at Facebook, uh, Winford Perry, my name, of course. And you can go to IG and you can you can follow that at Knowledge5845. So, uh, hey, if you're looking at this, man, you know, um, this is what we're about. You know, we're about uh, continuously striving to put ourselves in a, in, a, in, a, in a good position and be able to help others as well. You know, um, Brother Ben is a phenomenal uh, young brother, man. You know, I've had an opportunity to know this brother for three, going on four years, and I've only seen so much growth, rapid growth, elevation in this brother, man. And it's nothing wrong with surrounding yourself with people that are moving forward, moving positive, moving in a productive direction. And that's what I tend on doing as well, you know. So, um, yeah, man, you know, like again, Facebook, Winford Perry, uh, IG, Instagram, Knowledge5845. Yes, sir, man. So I thank everybody for listening. Man, y'all have a blacktastic day. Assalamu alaikum.